Welcome to the Get a Job, Here's How podcast, the practical how-to guide for women returning to the workforce, recent grads, and those looking to get the job of their dreams. Now, here's the founder of the Back to Business Women's Conference and your host, Katie Dunn. Welcome to the Get a Job, Here's How podcast. I'm Katie Dunn, founder and CEO of Back to Business and your host. I'm here to help you get a job, and I'm not just going to share advice on our topic in each episode. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it, because here's how are two of my favorite words. It's get a job, here's how. Let's get started. If you're looking for a job, I want you to know how to get started and just what to do next. I'm going to give you three things to do to get started. These are three action items. How did I come up with these? Well, for starters, I have been in your shoes looking for a job, and I made a lot of mistakes that I hope to prevent you from making. But I've also coached MBA students at a top-ranked business school on job search skills, and I've taught a job search class. In order to be good at that job, I've probably read just about every article on job search ever written, and I've interviewed thousands of candidates for admission to the business school. I also have recruiting experience, I've coached lots of women returning to work after taking a career break, and I've been a hiring manager, so I know what it's like to be on both sides of the job search equation. Okay, let's go. Here's how you can get started on your job search. First, define your personal brand. Second, make personal connections. And third, make yourself visible. Let's dig into each of these. So step one, define your personal brand. You must know who you are and what you have to offer. How do you do this? Well, think about your strengths. Think about your skills. Think about the things that you enjoy doing. If you've been out of the workforce for any length of time, maybe as a stay-at-home parent, defining your personal brand might start with properly valuing the work you are doing for your family schools, churches, and wherever else you've been using your skills as a volunteer. You probably did things during this time that helped you develop new skills that you can use in the paid workforce. I like to say paid workforce because I know that being a stay-at-home parent involves a lot of work that you don't get paid for with money. You get paid in other ways, of course. It's so rewarding. Those were my favorite years being home with my kids. Okay, so back to your personal brand. Define your point of differentiation. Knowing who you are and what you have to offer means knowing what makes you different, what your unique point of differentiation is. I want you to develop a one-liner that captures the key skills that make you unique and valuable to a potential employer. Here are a few examples. I'm a marketing manager, and I've worked with three different web application software products. Or, I'm a project manager with expertise in project and program planning, scheduling, budgeting, and estimating for tech companies. Or, I specialize in research for medical device companies, and I oversee clinical research studies and ensure compliance. Once you have your one-liner, Practice using it when you introduce yourself to people at conferences or events or when people ask you what you do for a living. So step one to getting started with your job search is to develop your personal brand. 
And that one-liner is a really key part of that step. Step two, make personal connections. You have to use and grow your network. So there's a guy who built a robot to apply to jobs by submitting customized emails with his resume and cover letter. His name is Robert Coombs, and he wrote an article in Fast Company magazine called, I built a bot to apply to thousands of jobs at once. Here's what I learned. This is one of my favorite articles on job search because it illustrated so perfectly why applying to jobs blindly online is a waste of your time. We'll put a link to that article in the notes for this episode. So Robert built this bot because he knew that only robots or applicant tracking systems would read his resume on the other side. He applied to 538 jobs in three months. Result? Only 43 companies reached out to him to request an interview, and these were all small companies that didn't have an applicant tracking system or an ATS screening resumes. His conclusion? You'll never get a job submitting resumes blindly online. Although I might add that if you are applying to a small company, there's a higher likelihood that an actual human will read your resume and cover letter. So why can't you get a job responding to online job ads? Because it's estimated that about 80% of jobs are never even posted. And that percentage is even higher for senior level jobs. The most efficient way to get a job is through networking. You've probably heard people say that it's wise to pursue companies, not jobs. And this really means pursue people. To go about this in an organized way, make a list of target companies you'd like to work for. Then find people who work there. Invite them to coffee. Do informational interviews. Remember, there's less competition if the job isn't even posted. When a job is posted, if you're not a perfect fit, it will be really hard to be selected for an interview. And that's why you have to get out from behind your computer to get a job. Even if you have the skills and experience, you are probably not the only one who does. So you'll need to know someone at the company who will advocate for you. In order to meet those people, you have to attend events, introduce yourself, and talk to people. Applying to jobs on job boards is a very safe activity, but it's very ineffective. Please don't waste your time. This is a mistake I made. Now I know better, and there's research to back that up. So if you're going to apply to a job on a job board, you have to find an advocate inside the company to put in a good word for you. Let me tell you why I'm passionate about the Back to Business Women's Conference. I took 12 years out of the full-time workforce to be home with our four kids, and I really enjoyed that time. But when I was ready to go back to work, I found that it was really challenging. My goal with Back to Business is to help other women who have taken career breaks get back to work in meaningful careers that they will really enjoy. Check our website at backtobusinessconference.com for information on upcoming conferences. There is a Back to Business Women's Conference on February 23rd in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina. This is a day-long event filled with panels, workshops, and speakers, all geared toward women who are returning to work after taking a career break. At the conference, you'll also have the opportunity to meet our corporate sponsors who are hiring for jobs right now.
me tell you about a person we hired for my team when I worked in the Career Center at a big university. It was a man I had met a year and a half ago at a conference for MBA students. I was there with my MBA students, and he was there with students from an international business school that he worked for. We connected on LinkedIn and stayed in touch after the conference. When I had this opening on my team that was hard to fill, and I saw on LinkedIn that he was leaving his job to move back to the U.S., I reached out to tell him that we had this opening and we'd be interested in having him apply. He got the job, another job earned through networking. If you are a career switcher or you've taken a career break, you are what they call an out-of-the-box hire. And people who are switching careers or take career breaks rarely get jobs through online applications. They get jobs when someone who knows what they're capable of decides to advocate for them at their company. And here's my favorite rule of making personal connections. When you meet someone and they take the time to talk to you about their job or their company, always ask, what can I do for you? So step number two is make personal connections. I hope I've convinced you to stop spending time applying to random jobs online. Work through your network instead. It's so much more efficient. Step number three is make yourself visible. Find meetups in your area where professionals who do what you want to do go to learn and share ideas. Join a professional association. Find a networking group. Volunteer for pro bono work with a nonprofit in your field. And simply invite people out for coffee, for lunch, for drinks, people who you can learn from or who work at companies you'd like to work at. You should be getting out a few nights a week if you are actively job searching. You'll need to tap your network to keep it active. Having an active network is going to be key to finding a job. When I was looking for a job, I went to a meetup for area recruiters because I wanted to be one. I met a recruiter from NetApp that I followed up with afterwards and kept in touch with. Many months later, after deliberately keeping in touch, I asked him if he could meet for a cup of coffee to talk about recruiting. He said, sure, come on down to my office and I'll show you around. So I met him at NetApp. He took me around the campus, introduced me to his team, and talked to me about recruiting. Wow, I was totally blown away by his kindness. I actually really believe that people want to help you, but you have to let them know how they can help you. Ask for what you need. So check in periodically with people to keep your network active. When people post something on social media, they want you to respond. So don't just read it like it or share it, they'll appreciate that. Tell them why you liked an article that they posted. Do this on a regular basis and make it a habit. It's now your job to expand and maintain your network and you do this by keeping in touch with people. And then follow up. Here's how. When you leave an event, go home and connect with everyone you met on LinkedIn. Don't just connect, send them a personal note to ask them to connect. Then notice their successes. Send them a quick note of congratulations anytime you see them doing something good. Another good way to follow up is by saying thank you. Thank you for your advice. Thank you for your time. A thank you note is always a good idea. I recently sent a thank you note to a family friend who referred me to IBM for my first job out of graduate school almost 20 years ago. I said, Thanks for believing in me all those years ago. Getting that job changed my life. 
I used to get thank you notes from students I worked with, and I never forgot who those students were. I got one recently that was so unexpected and so kind that I printed it out from my computer and tucked it into my notebook that I carry to meetings. I saw it every time I opened that notebook. It meant a lot to me to get that, and I'll remember that student out of the many thousands that I've met. So now that you have a personal brand, being visible means spreading your message and letting people know who you are and what you have to offer. Talk to people everywhere you go. Find out what people do and what they like about it and tell them about yourself. Have a few good questions to ask people when you meet them. So that's step number three. Make yourself visible and then follow up. People won't know you need help or are looking for a job if you don't tell them. Following up is a great way to distinguish yourself because most people just don't take the time to do it. So it's time to wrap up. Let's review. Here's how to get your job search started. First, define your personal brand. Boil it down to a one-liner that you're comfortable delivering. Then make personal connections. Start with your current network and expand from there. Finally, make yourself visible in the community, in the circles in which the people you want to work with travel. Use your one-liner to tell people who you are and what you're great at. Also, be sure you tell people how they can help you. And don't be afraid to ask for help or an introduction. Everybody has been a job seeker at one time or another, and they will help you if you ask. Well, most people will. Thanks for listening. Now that you know how, go do it. I believe in you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Get a Job, Here's How podcast. You can find all the information from this episode in our show notes at www.backtobusinessconference.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please write a review so that we can reach more people. Now that you know how, go do it. Subscribe to our email list at backtobusinessconference.com for weekly job search advice.